Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about Twelfth Night. Today is Twelfth Night. In the Christian calendar, it marks the twelfth day after the birth of Jesus, called Epiphany. Twelfth Night celebrates the arrival of the three Magi, who followed the fabled Star of Bethlehem to the stable where Christ was said to have been born, bearing gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Twelve is a significant number to this story. We also find the number twelve in the Yuletide Carol, The Twelve Days of Christmas. But why the number twelve in particular? The answer lies deep in ancient lore and tradition. For twelve was not just some random number chosen as somebody's best guess to how long it would have taken the wise men to get to Bethlehem. The number twelve carried the mystical significance. In numerology theory, 12 is the number of a complete cycle, and this meaning holds throughout time and across cultures. We have, for example, the 12 apostles from Christian tradition. The Jews have the 12 patriarchs, the 12 tribes of Israel, and the 12 gates to the holy city of Jerusalem. Muslims have the Twelvers. Confucians have the 12 classics. Romans have the Twelve Tables of Law. The Dalai Lama has twelve members of his council. There were twelve knights of the round table. In Greek mythology, there were twelve Olympian goddesses and gods, and twelve titans. We have twelve signs of the zodiac, twelve months in a year, twelve hours on a clock face, and so on. To have twelve of something means that we have the whole of it. Celebrating the twelve days of Christmas was a custom borrowed from much earlier traditions. Both the Egyptians and the Babylonians celebrated a twelve-day winter festival around the time of the winter solstice. So did the people of the Vedic culture of ancient India, and a similar practice <clears throat> existed in China. In old e- Egyptian European tradition, the time encompassing December and January was called Guli, from which we get our word Yule, referring to the darkest time of the year. Nestled within the middle of Guli were the raw nights, which existed outside of ordinary time. The raw nights were the darkest twelve nights around the winter solstice, so dark that spirits sometimes strayed into the temporal world, mistaking it for the spirit world. It was on these nights, which were also called lot nights, in-between nights or under nights, when divination was possible because spirits were near. These twelve nights were also called smudging nights because people wanted to nourish and comfort straying spirits by smudging their homes with herbs, traditionally a mixture of mugwort, juniper, milk thistle, and fir rosin. The final night of this twelve-day period was also known as Modronite or Mother's Night in Anglo-Saxon lore, and Berchtenacht in Germany, and Bafana Night in the Mediterranean, all named for the mother goddess who performed the blessing ceremony for her son, who, having born, been born at the solstice, had in the span of twelve days completed the cycle of his childhood and had reached maturity. She gave him his name and the tools he would need in the rest of his life, which he would complete in the coming twelve months.
At MyGrove, we celebrate Twelfth Night as an opportunity to refocus our lives and begin anew. We have a guided meditation to receive our sacred name for the coming year, a vision of our new task and the tools we will need to complete that task. Then we have a naming ceremony to help us focus on who we intend to be in this new year. And so, my friends, may you experience the completion of twelve on this twelfth night, and may it enrich and strengthen your path in this new year. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.